With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Swell at fine stores that sell spirits. Hi, I'm Danny Walker of American Supercamp, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. We uh, just finished up a conversation with Damon Bradshaw, one of my heroes, and uh, another guy, Chad Pedersen, chimed in. That was kind of fun. We had old Swap Me back on, and he had a deal with TM. He was going to go race the 125 deal, but he decided to take it and not take it, and he's going to be home, I guess. So um, that's interesting because it'll be it'll be Justin Brayton down in winter set. We're going to bring Damon Bradshaw, which yeah, is a huge name, name yeah. and. Uh, and then uh, you know, and and Denny Stevenson, I understand, maybe coming over. I'm yeah. sure Debo would show up. I would imagine uh, Gavin Faith, if he's home, he'll be there. Sure, uh, he's injured right now. I want to do something special. I know we had an, an, an another guest uh, originally scheduled for this particular segment, Moto America Super Sport racer uh, Kinzer Naylor, but I want to bring Jim uh, Olson in. He's the mayor of Winterset, the community that you and your racetrack serve uh, in Winterset, Iowa. And uh, Jim, uh, excuse me, Mr. Mayor, welcome. Welcome to the program. How are you? Yes, fine, thanks. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Understand you're a former educator or current educator? Uh, former. Former educator. You understand, of course, what an economic impact events like uh, the the, the uh, Riverside Raceway uh, motorcycle events can have on a community, whether it's uh, filling hotel rooms, uh, making sure the uh, convenience stores are, are uh, being, uh, you know, uh, in other words, people buying groceries or they're uh, right. going to the John Wayne Museum or whatever it is they're doing. Um, how difficult is swaying, um, you know, tourism dollars these days? Well, um, it's really uh, it's really pretty easy for people like Tony Swank uh, um, promoting them. Right. He knows how he knows how to promote, and uh, he can bring the people in. And of course, John Wayne and the bridges and the quilt museum. Uh, they kind of speak for themselves, you know, but, uh, but, uh, like I say, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty easy to, to get people to come in to, uh, come into Winterset and when they come in for one certain thing, then they see we have to offer well you got the bridges of madison county for goodness sakes right. i remember when we were shooting the film bridges of madison county down there the north side right. diner i mean i spent what three shoot days uh, in my schedule on that film but uh, i gotta tell you mayor the um, you know the community pours itself out to support events like tony's a uh, big event coming up tony one more time the race dates yeah may 19 and 20 we're gonna have uh, some Pretty big names in, in motocross coming down from current and the guy that won the Daytona Supercross this year, Justin Brayton's going to be yeah. there with us, who's originally from Iowa, and he actually cut his teeth racing at my racetrack when I first started it years ago when I was in my early 20s, and uh, now he's one of the top guys in the world, and and uh, he does a... a uh, an event we started it last year and you know he just kind of wanted to give back to the sport so he's coming back and that draws obviously a lot of uh, people in in state and out of state too people will come over to see that and you know he has a big following on social media and then uh we just announced 
Jim, that we're we're bringing back a guy that's um, Mr. Mayor. Tell me. Excuse me, Mr. Mayor. We are. Uh, <laughs> Tony was one of my. Stu- it's Tony okay. Was one of my former students. <laughs> that was before my fa- parents uh, got a divorce. So I was still a decent kid, I think, wasn't I? I'm sorry. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the mayor of uh, Winterset, Iowa, Jim Olson, is joining us. No relation to the Jimmy Olson that played in the Superman movies, but uh, how do you know that? Well, because uh, he doesn't spell it with another M Y. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He's no. He's not. He's not a photographer. Um, we're talking again with uh, the mayor. Mayor, talk to us a little bit about when thinking about an event like this. How important it is, is it for the promoters of said event to let the city. Let the county know what's going on so the county and and businesses that could be affected can be better prepared. Well, I, I think it's, uh, it, it's really important. I mean, you know, the, the convenience stores want to be sure they're loaded up. But if I can throw a little humor into this, the, the one that we really try to make sure everybody knows is the hospital. <laughs> Hurry, <laughs> hurry, Mr. Uh, <laughs> and nursing homes in your yeah. case, Tony. Assisted yeah. <laughs> living. But anyway, no, no, it, it, it's important, and, and it uh, it goes clear across the spectrum. Like I say, those people coming to town and coming through town are stopping to get gas. They're stopping at convenience stores for um, refreshments, um, and then they stop at uh, restaurants to eat. Um, and again, they didn't know John Wayne was there. They stop and see that. That's and, a fantastic uh, exhibit. Wow. Right, exactly. It is. You know what? I just yeah. went to that gym for the first time. I was I was uh, getting my car worked on, so I, I walked up the hill because I had nothing to do, and I, I said, you know what? I'm going to pop in here, and I, I went and I looked, and it, they, they spent some money on that. That's for sure. It's Yep, yep. It, it, it's pretty neat. It's quite an attraction. Do you remember when Jan ran it, the director, Jan? Yep. Uh, Jen, I used to sell them all their movies, all the John Wayne movies, even the movies they couldn't buy directly from studios because they weren't licensed okay. to. And yeah. uh, Jan was uh, a great friend to me and, and her uh, significant other, uh, eventually Wendell, uh, from the state film office uh, became great friends with me as well, which is why the only reason I think I was cast in that picture. But um, I, I just fell in love with Winterset. I had a small role, no speaking role, but a small role in the first picture ever shot in Winterset, and that was uh, Cold Turkey. Do you remember that yeah, film? Yeah. yeah. My dad had a, had a, had a well, for, for Winterset people, had a big part in it. Okay. You know, I was always... John conf- Moss Society, I think that was the name of it. Oh, I'm cool. not sure, but... Yeah, I remember standing on the front lawn of this White House, and uh, Dick Van Dyke comes out of the house. He's playing a minister, and you know how you take the front of your shirt and kind of go like this, kind of cool off. Yeah. Well, it it must have been 110 degrees in Winterset that <laughs> afternoon, but he came out sweating and a cussing, and a minister coming out of a door like yeah, that. Right. But Winterset was very polite and very uh, welcoming to uh, that experience of Hollywood coming there into Eagle Grove. Uh, but it was uh, it was a neat experience to be able to showcase parts of Winterset on a national scale. Right. Well, I, I I say this a lot to my to my people in Winterset, or not my people, but the people I represent. But I said, you know, we we do have the bridges, and we do have John Wayne, and now we have the the um, Iowa Quilt Museum, which is the national headquarters for the Quilts of Valor. Uh, we just completely refurnished the uh, Iowa Theater. Which is which? Back to the old days when I was there. Nice. But the thing that really makes Winterset go are the people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're friendly. They're very giving. And um, like I say, the John Wayne. We thought that that uh, it would be easy to raise money outside of uh, of Winterset, but it wasn't as easy as we thought. And most of the money that came to um, 
built that museum came from the, the citizens of Winterset. Well, I saw that firsthand, Tony, at your father's uh, uh, visitation and funeral. Um, right. How, how important the community uh, believed that your father was and the role he played in the community. But that, right. that's commonplace. It's daily. You see it. So it's not it's right. not something out of the uh, – it's not really that uncommon. Well, my dad right. my dad lived in that community, and he I think he served the community well, and I think this, the community served him too. And so um, there's – Everybody thinks their dad's a big deal, but I think my dad was a big deal in that in that town, and I think it was a loss. But uh, you know what? There's um, the amount of people that turned out for his funeral and his visitation, and the stories that they shared was amazing. It, it was good. It was, yeah. it was it was nice to uh, and thank you for bringing that up. I, I cry. I cried just thinking about it. Uh, your dad was important to all of us. I, I always loved it when your father said, aren't you uh, the fellow that helps Tony with his radio show? And I said, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's me. All right, Mayor Olson, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. We hope to yep. see you on that yep. special weekend down there as uh, many of uh, America's great stars in motorcycle racing will be coming to Winterset, Iowa to put on a performance, a school, and a celebration of what Tony does down there and what Winterset yep. does uh, well, as a whole. Tony's a great asset. Tony's a great asset for our community. And he's got great prices on fireworks, I understand. So, yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other story. Mayor Jim Olson of Winterset, Iowa. Don't get into that. Jim, thank you so much. God bless. And uh, you have yourself a wonderful rest of your evening, okay? Thank you. You betcha. Hey, coming up, hour number two, we're going to talk to Shana Texter. Now, if you remember Shana Texter's first big race that she won with that ponytail flying out behind her, wasn't in California. It wasn't in Indiana. It wasn't in Peoria. It was in Knoxville, Iowa, at that fast, what is it, a quarter mile dirt track, Tony? It's a half mile. Half mile? And it definitely wasn't in Peoria. She hates Peoria. No, she does. But she's going to be joining us to talk about her recent success. We'll also be talking with... uh, uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Brees who's uh, racing for Denny Bartz and uh, of course the uh, Amsoil Arena Cross Lights team and current points leader was 78 points so we're going to be talking with him he'll uh, be filling in for uh, Denny Bartz who's on the east coast doing business and uh, then we're also going to talk we'll start the actual uh, program the hour off with Brian Drebber and if you haven't uh, heard of Brian Drebber you haven't been listening Drebber is an American sportscaster currently working for Speed, but more importantly, dude has been there, done that. AMA Superbike, ARCA, REMAX, uh, USAR, uh, the Hooters Cup, bike, which always gets my attention at least twice a week, uh, plus Bike Week for Speed. So he's got everything going on. Great sportscaster and sports reporter providing stadium PA announcing commentary. And, of course, uh, I don't know. if you, you Tony, you know what a velodrome is? A what? Velodrome. This is where bicycles go around on a wooden track. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if they go fast enough, they can actually sit there and read a book and not even control the front end of the bike. The bike naturally will go around on a velodrome. It's an amazing thing. Some of the oldest races were velodrome-run races for motorcycles. Where did that come up from? Just out of my head. I watch TV. I want to thank our first hour guests, including Gary Dean, Jimmy Olson, that's Mayor Jimmy Olson, Damon Bradshaw, Chad Swap Patterson. We'll rebook Kinzer Naylor at a time, most likely, when he'll be able to join us. For Jack DeLeon and Leanne DeLeon, our producers, for Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson, Roman Avila, PJ Duran, Tony Wink, Ed Camp. I'm Scott Casper. Stay tuned. Hour number two is coming up next. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. 
Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.